On the way back from your hike, you notice an unfamiliar group of trees. As you look around the dense forest, you realize you can't recall if you made a left turn too early. Nothing looks familiar anymore. You go back to retrace your steps and make a different turn. But instead of seeing the mountainous view you remember, you see a blockade of pine trees. You peer through the trees to see if you can see the mountain view that you remember seeing, but all you see is an elevated structure. What an odd looking treehouse in the middle of nowhere, you think to yourself. Maybe they put it here in case people get lost on hikes. Going up there might help you orient yourself, but as you walk closer to the treehouse, you notice it's not actually a treehouse. It appears to be a hut on stilts, but the stilts are in the shape of chicken legs. What the? You mutter under your breath, but before you can finish, you're startled by the sudden noise of honking birds. You look up to see what looks like a swarm of jet black geese circling the sky and oddly hovering lower towards you. As you pivot to take cover in the forest, you catch a figure out of the corner of your eye. Hello? You announce, hoping the person can lead you in the right direction home. The figure says nothing back, but begins removing their hood to reveal an ugly, bony, wrinkly, hideous old woman's face with teeth like iron and a nose so crooked and long it appears as if they're a supernatural being. You realize you encountered the Baba Yaga, and if you aren't clever and witty enough to beat her game, she will cook you and eat you in her chicken hut house. Chicken hut? Chicken Yeehaw. hut. My name is Kayla and this is Cauldron Combos, baby. Ooh, no smoke machine. It's okay. We're in a different place. Anyways, if you are new here to this channel, please make sure to hit that subscribe button because we post every single week. If you are a returning subscriber, and if, especially if you're one of those that comment on every video, oh my gosh, I appreciate you so much. And I will always reply to your comments because I don't know, I just appreciate talking to my friends on the internet. Who cares? What's up? But in this video, we're going to be covering who is the scary, heinous witch Baba Yaga, what are her horrible, scary qualities that she has, but also, hello, every villain has their good qualities. Let's not downplay the villains here, okay? We're gonna be talking about Baba Yaga and stories that she's been referenced in with the history, the origin, all of that good stuff, so stay tuned. And if you wanna go jump to a specific portion about Baba Yaga, feel free to do so in the chapters down below because we want to make it easier for you to get where you need to be and that's to learning about Baba Yaga sometimes. <laughs> so who is Baba Yaga? Originating from Slavic folklore and even one of the most memorable and distinctive figures in Eastern European folklore, Baba Yaga is a supernatural being. Baba Yaga can be understood to mean grandmother witch, although the translations sometimes get iffy, some people think it means other things, but Essentially, it has something to do with grandmother witches, which that's what I aspire to be when I'm a grandmother. Her nose is said to be so large it sticks into the ceiling, and uh, Honey doesn't want to get a nose job. She's happy being who she is. Baba Yaga is described as an ogress and deformed. Sometimes she is described as an enormous, ugly old woman. Other times described as a hag or a crone, but it all essentially means the same thing. Baba Yaga, Miss Yaga is not a looker. She's ugly and she's happy being ugly. And that's okay. It's just society, right? It's just society's views on people. It's perspective. It's perspective. Who says wrinkly skin and a crooked nose that sticks up into the ceiling is not bad. 
Sometimes we need things that sticks in, into the ceiling, like a carbon monoxide detector. Maybe her nose is maybe her nose is so big that she can detect carbon monoxide. The Lord's work. It's perspective. That's what it's all about, guys. And even her house is pretty odd and ugly and just I don't know, a little concerning maybe. She is sometimes said to live with either two or three sisters, all named Baba Yaga. Her parents clearly didn't care about any of them if they're just naming the three of them Baba Yaga. Right? Must be pretty confusing at like Christmas when they're all like, oh, this one's for Baba Yaga. Oh, wait, this one's for Baba Yaga. And I don't this think one. parents that name their kid all Baba Yaga are giving their kids presents for Christmas. Touche. They're being they're sending Krampus on their witch witchy butts, putting some potatoes in their boots. What? <laughs> Hello, have you ever heard of the Christmas creatures that we reference in podcast number? I forgot the number, but it was the, you know those little gnome things that puts potatoes. Oh, I just immediately thought Not of the mashed potatoes. I just thought of mashed potatoes. And what an Let's inconvenience see, I sl- would I that be? the Yule Lads. They should put mashed potatoes in people's shoes. It would make such a mess. Oh, that'd be kind of comfy. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking about like anti-bunions. Oh, and I bet the butter would actually make your feet quite soft. Moisturized. Yeah. That's called folk. That's called ancient remedies. Email us if you'd like to watch us put our feet in mashed potato shoes. Oh, yeah. By the way, email us at cauldronconvos at gmail.com. I haven't got a uh, email in a while, and I'm blaming whoever's watching you. Yeah, I'm blaming you. Send me something. We have, Literally. like, 10 emails. Send me, like, you suck. You are hideous. You have a... I'll, I'll appreciate it. I'm fine with that. Send me something. <laughs> Send me the Mickey Mouse scary paranormal... You remember those email chains that were like, if you don't forward this to 10 of your friends right now, you will be haunted by Mickey Mouse and he will murder you in the shower tonight. Send me that chain. I miss those. Yeah, we should get those going again. But with for Baba Yaga and all that. We should else. get those going again. I think Zillennials might have a fit. But these one, two, or three Baba Yagas, depending on the story you read, actually live in this hut that has chicken legs that spins. In circles for some reason. I don't know why. Sounds like a carnival game. It is. Whoever can peg Baba Yaga 3 out of 1, 2, and 3 gets a uh, chicken wing for dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's actually where that came from. That's not true. I lied. Her fence is also topped with human skulls, not just on Halloween, year-round. They're not from Party City. They're the real deal. They're the real deal human skulls. Are those children's skulls? They're or? Jeffrey Dahmer skull. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if I can say that on YouTube. Hypothetically, they're from Party City Plastic children's skulls. And now she's not just physically an ugly old woman with an ugly physical hut. Her actions are pretty ugly as well because she steals, cooks, and eats her victims, which, thank you for leading up to it, are usually children. She leaves her house riding a mortar propelled by a pestle, which if you don't know what a mortar and a pestle is, it's that little tool thing that you go, I'll I'll put a photo, but you grind some, I feel like I should have done that on YouTube. It's a set of two tools used to prepare ingredients or substances by crushing or grinding them. It's a guacamole. I was about to say, I don't think she's making guacamole with them, though. She's making baby guacamole. She's making, she's grinding up those bones. Guacababy. For Hillary Clinton to gain her youth. Oh, oh, you know, Hillary Clinton and uh, Baba Yaga. Just kidding. uh, Baba Yaga and uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, the lizard people. I was kind of surprised to find out that she doesn't ride, you know, a broomstick. But instead of riding a broomstick, she actually holds a broom in one of her hands 
because she's talented like that she could she just uses one and wipes away any trace of her tracks she the popo not coming for her yeah smack a hoe not she's not smacking them she's brushing away her tracks with them her guacamoles spilling out the back she's wiping it away she takes out her little mortar and pestle out in the morning and returns in the evening commands a flock of black geese that circle the sky for her looking for any children so she's kind of like commander of these animals like they're working for her you know she reminds me of the witch or sorry not the witch the wizard in the hobbit that commands the animals oh yes but like not nice uh was it the brown wizard radagast the brown yeah He's not in the book. Not Radagast, but she may be mistaken for the witch in Hansel and Gretel, or Hansel and Gretel, as you would like to say. But this has a little bit of a Slavic twist, obviously, and is said to be a bit more terrifying and complex. Hansel Gretel witch, we don't know her. She's probably unnamed. Actually, maybe she's named, but but she's Baba Yaga's not. She's, she's a whole identity. And boys and girls who ignore their mother's warnings while wandering too far into the forest late at night might find themselves snatched up by the geese and carried back to the witch's oven. That's almost more frightening than like an old woman, a flock of geese like coming to pick you up. Yeah, or like an old woman riding like a giant guacamole mixer or crusher, avocado smasher. I don't know. Does she straddle that? I think. I'll put some photos for you. Baba Yaga's first appearance. Let's talk about it because where did this even come from? Now, Baba Yaga is first mentioned in a book on Russian grammar by Mikhail V. Lomonosov in 1755, but is said to have existed by oral tradition way before 1755 because she's Baba Yaga. She's an icon. And in the book, she is mentioned twice along with a bunch of other figures from Slavic tradition. Let's talk about her bad side. Now, according to the World History Encyclopedia, Baba Yaga shares several characteristics with an early Slavic goddess of death called Iagya Baba. The underworld goddess sat atop an iron mortar and carried a pestle made from the same material. And some Slavs dedicated blood sacrifices to this goddess. So... Because of this, many people believe that Baba Yaga has evil origins. One tale even claims that the devil boiled 12 evil women in a cauldron to create an essence of evil. After the devil spat in the cauldron, Baba Yaga burst out. (laughs) They wanted to make 12 and just they spat in it and they were like, Baba Yaga, the ugly, wicked crone. What a name, crone. I'm just going to start calling things crone. You sure it's not crony? Maybe. I don't know. I like crone. It sounds like cronut. It's like cronut was so 2015. Well, it's probably crony. Maybe it was 2018. I don't remember, honestly. Like a crony's a servant? Nope. Crone is like an old, ugly woman. It's like you. It's like a hag. It's a synonym for a hag. Okay. We're... we're your vocabulary is improving already with watching crone. this, so make sure to hit that subscribe button to, to learn more about words like crone. There are also stories where Baba Yaga actually provides misleading information to people wandering into the forest and is said to often accompany death on its travels, eating up those newly released souls. And I'm not talking about soul music, because we're beating that up. But Baba Yaga, like every other woman, is complex. She actually does have a good side. Although Baba Yaga is depicted as a monster because she, you know, she hunts, eats, bakes children. There's actually more to her than this. How dare you judge a book by 
her cover and her cover may be eating children. She is said not to be purely evil because although she does have a liking for cannibalism, people that outwit her actually earn her respect and she's pretty happy to help them. I know children are at the greatest risk if they encounter Baba Yaga and yeah, that might seem like a low blow because she does prioritize wise, clever, smart people and children just on average, they're their brains aren't fully developed. So yes, I know it seems like a low blow, but that doesn't mean she's a bad person, okay? I know you're not even five yet, but you didn't outsmart me in the easy bake oven you go, little Pedro. She's even sometimes described as a fairy godmother. I know it's not the typical one from Cinderella that gives you a little gown, gives you a little glass slipper to meet your Prince Charming, but Baba Yaga is trying her best, okay? She sometimes even shows flashes of maternal instinct and is constantly referenced to represent Mother Nature herself. Mother Nature is a powerful force that can seem harsh and capricious. But we need Mother Nature. And we need Baba Yaga. Free Baba Yaga! I'm just kidding. She's in jail. Imagine, like, Orange is the New Black, but Baba Yaga's there. That'd be a good, like, episode of... Just, like, villains in jail. That's a great TV show. We keep coming up with these things. There's gonna be someone that reaches out to us not to, like, sponsor the videos, but to just, like, be like, I need the patent to that idea that you had in yeah. episode 7 when you wanted to make Krampus an animated movie or the Christmas evil demon. Yeah, I know. We have good ideas. Okay? We don't do this for nothing. Alright? Pay up. Netflix. <laughs> Some characters in mythological folk stories have been known to seek Baba Yaga out for her wisdom, and she has been known on occasion to offer guidance to lost souls, help people with their quests, and although this is seen as rare, she does she does do it sometimes. And seeking out her aid is usually portrayed as a dangerous act, so be careful if you do so. An emphasis is placed on the need for proper preparation and purity of spirit, as well as basic politeness. It is said she ages one year every time she is asked a question, which probably explains her reluctance to help. This effect, however, can be reversed with a special blend of tea made with blue roses. Interesting. So for a second there, I was like, okay, if she ages a year every time she helps someone and she's willing to help, selfless, icon. But all she has to do is find some blue rose. How hard is blue roses? Well, I've never seen a blue rose in person. Also, it'd well, be funny if the ones like, that she's, shop what if she's like evil Uh huh. and she's like going to eat you and she's like, what's your final wish? And you're like, oh, I want to watch Jeopardy. Why Jeopardy? Because then there's all these questions. Oh my god. And she's going to age and die. Wow, you're so clever. See, this is why Baba Yaga doesn't come for you. We should make YouTube videos how to beat these people. How to beat Baba Yaga. Convince her to watch Jeopardy. <laughs> what else? Play 20 questions. Or what's that game? 20 questions? Yeah, 20 questions. Like, Play 20 questions. That little thing that guesses where what you yeah. are. That thing's good. What happened to those? Bring those back. Wait, what, what game? Do you remember? There used to be like a little thing. Like a little circular cube and it, it was called 20 questions and it would ask yes or no questions and at the end of it it would be able to guess what you are you would pick really? like you'd pick like blanket oh so it's like and it's like, it's like is, a it, is it a live version yes of that no. game on the internet is it, the genie guy that website yeah but it was like portable like, it was way more impressive boring no Sorry. it was really good <laughs> i thought you were talking about that little jump rope thing that you swing around your legs jump it bop it bop it i forgot what it was called but i didn't Scoop have it. one baba yaga is famously known for her role in vasilisa the beautiful in vasil i'm not saying this right it just reminds me of vaseline 
In Vasilisa the Beautiful, the folktale depicts Baba Yaga as first plotting against a young visitor. However, Baba Yaga ends up helping this young visitor by the end of the story. In the story, a stepdaughter named Vasilisa is sent into the woods by her wicked stepmother to find fire for her family. Okay, that seems pretty reasonable. You need fire for your family in those days, you know? Like, the, maybe the stepmom's not, maybe she's not evil. Maybe she's just cold. Well, she's probably looking for firewood. But of course, who does Vasilisa encounter in the forest? Miss Icon herself, Baba Yaga. But this time, Baba Yaga offers to help Vasilisa, but Vasilisa will have to complete pretty crazy hard tasks, such as separating all of the black bits from a large bag of millet seeds in a single night. And if she fails to do this, literally useless and pointless task, she could be killed. <laughs> Why see, like, do something, be like, organize my shoe closet, you know? Vasilisa shockingly completes the tough task because she is no other than Vasilisa herself with the help of a magic doll, actually. Never mind, she's not Vasilisa. She has this magical doll. She then su successfully leaves with the fire in the form of a burning skull from Baba Yaga's fence. Not weird at all. Totally Imagine normal. You come home like a day later She's and you like, have a stepmother. burning skull. <laughs> stepmother, stepmother, I got what you wanted. You know what the, the skull did? What? The skull, the gift that Baba Yaga gave Miss Vasilisa herself, ended up burning Vasilisa's house down, which killed her stepmother. Happy ending. <laughs> That's supposed that's to be like, like a good ending. It's uh, a very such a German or Eastern European folk yeah, story. Russian ending. Evil stepmother burn her house down and kill her in it. Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. <laughs> I can just see like a mugshot. Baba Yaga. Essentially, Baba Yaga frees the heroine of this fairy tale, or maybe just a folk. Maybe it's not a fairy tale. Yeah, this is not a fairy tale. I guess fairy tales don't end with the stepmother dying. And well, uh, not yeah, Cinderella. Cin I don't know if she died. I think it was just like a misunderstood. It's not very Disney. Eh, yeah, probably. Whatever. Anyway, and Baba Yaga, neither is like putting wieners in Little Mermaid, like hiding uh, phallixes and is that how you say phallix? I haven't said that phalluses. word ever. I just said phallix. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you just say goofy ass things. I can't At help least you. I like, knew my brain knew, but it didn't quite make. I'm, let's just put it this way: I wouldn't symbol. be able to escape Baba Yaga's Wait, puzzle. Wait, you screwed me up. I said phallus. Yeah, I said phallic. It's no, it's a a phallic. Oh. Or fallacies. That's what I said. Phallic, plural. No, it'd be phalluses. Shoot, I don't know the singular of phallic. Okay, they just drew a bunch of hogs and they just drew a bunch of hogs and Little Mermaid, and that's what Disney did. So I'm saying hogs. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be unreal if Disney killed off the stepmother at the end. Okay. Baba Yaga has a similar role in other stories like The Frog Princess and Baba Yaga and the Kind-Hearted Girl. And Baba Yaga is actually a feminist icon. That's why I keep speaking so highly of Miss Thing. For example, there are articles about Baba Yaga titled Covered in Wrinkles and Unapologetically Old. Baba Yaga is the badass Slavic witch you need to know about. Beyond the mother metaphor, Baba Yaga's eco-feminist manifesto. Essentially, Baba Yaga lives outside the norms of society and plays by her own rules, obviously. She lives in a chicken hut and eats children. <laughs> she works hard on her own, waking up early, going out looking for children to eat. Instead of having children like women were expected to do, especially at the time that this oral tradition was, you know, spoken or passed around, she doesn't want children of her own. She just wants them to eat them. <laughs> she not only rejects society, she actually lives on the outskirts very far from society too. She's in a isolation. nomad. Yeah, exactly. 
She doesn't care what anyone thinks. She does what she wants to do. She's witty. She's smart. She appreciates the intellect, hence all these little quizzes that she gives people and otherwise they will die if they're stupid. According to a bus.com article, Baba Yaga is here for it. She is unapologetically old, no Botox or facelift for her. She gives three spits on the ground in response to your patriarchal standards of beauty. Go ahead and call her ugly, old, and bony. She truly does not give a beep. In doing research for this, I watched a clip from the movie Hellboy. Granted, I've never seen a Hellboy movie, but they did Don't such a is. great representation of Baba Yaga. Really? Oh yeah, she's real ugly. Wow. But she owns it. She's She she's owns beautiful. it. She, exactly. And although she does have the ability to shape shift into literally anything, for example, a young, beautiful woman, she doesn't want to. Most of the time, she just chooses to be the old woman she is, unless she has to like, you know, shape shift into something to trick a kid or, you know, whatever. The classic, the classic scenarios on which we would shape shift. Not to be pretty to get anyone because she doesn't you're not need that. You're not trying to get laid. You're no. just trying to eat a kid. Yeah. What, why, what? What's wrong with that? What's so difficult to understand? And just a few months ago, a book called Into the Forest, Tales of the Baba Yaga was released. And this is a collection of new short stories inspired by Baba Yaga and quote, brings together some of today's leading voices of women in horror as they pay a tribute to the Baba Yaga and go into the forest. Editor of the book, Lindy Ryan, stated, Baba Yaga still remains one of the most ambiguous, cunning, and clever women of folklore. She commands fear and respect and simultaneously awe and desire. I admire her carelessness and her independence, even her cruelty. And in a world where women are so often reduced to hazy blurs of inconsequence, she is a figure that reminds us that we are ferocious and untamable, and that such freedoms often come at a cost. This is a hilarious take on a cannibalistic witch that lives in the I know, woods. Like, get out of funny. here. It's like, I'm so glad Jeffrey Dahmer was able to live him true, his true self by killing... Okay, this killing... is a character. It's not a real person. Well... Okay, by killing and eating people. Okay. She also noted the essence of Baba Yaga exists in many cultures and many stories and symbolizes the unpredictable and untamable nature of the female spirit of Mother Earth and the relationship of women to the wild, says Ryan. A contributing author to the book, Yi Izzy Yu, wrote, Baba Yaga crosses the wicked witch trope with the fairy godmother trope to create an ultimately far more unpredictable and powerful role than either of those. This reminds me of how DC just came out with a comic where they made the Joker pregnant. Oh, that's fun. In an earlier book published in 2004, Dr. Andreas Johns identified Baba Yaga as one of the most memorable and distinctive figures in Eastern European folklore and observes that she is enigmatic and often exhibits striking ambiguity. He points out she is a many-faceted figure capable of inspiring researchers to see her as a cloud, moon, death, winter, snake, bird, pelican, or earth goddess totemic matriarchal ancestress female initiator phallic mother wow full circle with the phallic Phallies. how you doing phallix or archetypal image so it's pretty interesting that despite literally eating children baba yaga clearly has a fan base and baba yaga has obviously trickled down into modern day culture because of how much of an icon she apparently is. Books, films, and television shows reference Baba Yaga. Most of the time she is portrayed as a villainous character, yes, but she is increasingly seen as a source of wisdom and power rather than just strictly evil. Neil Gaiman used her in his comic Sandman for DC, the adaptation of which has just had its second season announced by Netflix. He also used Baba Yaga in the books of Magic Comics series. Gaiman told BBC Culture that he first encountered Baba Yaga 
Aoyaga age six or seven when he read children's fantasy book The Dragon Sister and Timothy Travels by British writer Margaret Story in which she appeared. He stated, I felt she was the most interesting of all the witches and felt that way even more when I read some of the Russian stories in which she appears. He says, she seems to have her own life outside of the story, which so few fairy tale characters do. Baba Yaga is also in the John Wick films. They call him Baba Yaga, which basically means oh. boogeyman. Oh, oh yeah, I did see, no, I did see something like they got it messed up. 2001 movie Spirited Away that won a bunch of awards. Actually, the bathhouse proprietor Yubaba was inspired by Baba Yaga, and that was an icon. She was an icon. And Baba Yaga is in the 1999 animated film Bartok the Magnificent, which is such an underrated movie. And can we have a moment of silence for Baba Yaga in Arthur? That was my first experience of hearing of Baba Yaga. I was Yaga. still talking about Bartok the Magnificent because that uh, was an underrated movie. No, 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 no. Arthur, the TV show, I watched that every well, day that at 7 a.m. growing up. The Arthur intro song? Trap Dang. remix. And there was most recently a movie, the Baba Yaga film. Yeah, there are just over 25 movies, films, TV shows. She's just in everything. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching this week's video of Cauldron Convos. I know we're in a different new little set and I know it's not great yet, but we're gonna we're gonna improve it, I think. We're gonna, spice we're it gonna up. try to spice things up because we wanna do the best that we can for you and we love you guys so much. And thank you so much for watching, of course. Comment down anything below because we reply to every single comment here on Cauldron Convos, baby. Toodaloo.